Stop it, stop it, stop it. You already know what it is, man. Stop it. Get some help. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Get some help. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Get some help. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Get some help. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Get some help. You're stupid. Stop it. Get some help. You're stupid. Stop it. Get some help. You're stupid. Let's go. Stop it. Get some help. You're stupid. What's up? Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Hey. Oh, the, 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 the hell. Hey. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Hey. Oh, the, 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 the hell. Hey. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the hell. Hey. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the hell. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to my guy JK47 on the beat, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Yes, sir. You are now tuned into episode 37. Episode 37 of the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I like to thank everybody for chiming in right now, man. We the only live stream interactive podcast out here in the land, man. We got a lot of people going live on the platforms, but it ain't interactive and it ain't like this one, man. So shout out to everybody, man, watching from YouTube. Shout out to everybody watching from Facebook. Shout out to everybody watching from Twitter. Shout out to everybody watching from Twitch. And shout out to everybody watching through the window because I see you a little bit. You understand what I'm saying, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited to be here tonight on this good Thursday, man. Last week we did uh we did uh episode 36, man, LBC, late nights in the LBC, the lame boring city, man. You know what I'm saying? We did a late podcast, man. We started that joint at like 12. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was packed in here, man. You know what I'm saying? It was going down. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to everybody that was at the last, you know, at the last pod going live, man. Shout out to my boy Ricky Devine. Shout out to my boy Triel. What up, though? You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, we got a lot to talk about, man. The week has been fruitful. You know what I'm saying? We got a whole lot to talk about. And uh, you know, wh- why not? You know what I mean? Why why not get it cracking, man? So What's good with everybody out there, man? What y'all got? What y'all got cracking? What y'all got going on, man? I'm interested to see before I get into it. You know what I'm saying? Hope everybody out there is doing well. You know what I mean? Hope everybody's doing good. You know what I mean? And and we gonna get this thing cracking. You know what I'm saying? My dog Divine Karama in the building, man. Shout, wait a minute, man. Wait, wait a minute, man. Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. Matter of fact, Divine, call me right now, man. Call me right now. I can't even talk for you, man. I got to talk to you, man. Call me right now, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, 
Triel said he's looking for the funny, man. You came to the right place. We're going to get it in, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot to talk about. I got a big list of topics to talk about. Shout out to my dog, Divine, man. You know what I'm saying? My my dog, Divine, just uh, released a book. You know what I'm saying? He had a book signing, man, and I wasn't able to make it because I was booked at the same time, man, doing a show. Uh, so I didn't get to make it, man. But uh, I seen the pictures and I heard the reviews, man. And everybody enjoyed themselves at the event. It was packed out, man. So shout out to my dog, the Emmy winning, the Emmy winning rap artist slash philanthropist slash motivational speaker, Divine Karama in the building. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my boy, man. You know what I'm saying? If you see this, Divine, call me. But in the meantime, I'm going to get to one of these topics. You heard? Uh, let me see. Because uh, it's, it's a lot to talk about, bro. It is a lot to talk about. Why not start it out with white people? Why, why not? You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to the white people, man. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got this video, you know. Um, the, first, the first segment of white people um, is um, a woman, a white woman, explaining her, her views or explaining her technique on how she bathes, how she takes showers. And I need you to listen to this, man. So check this out. Mm -hmm. What's the first thing you wash? Okay, I, I definitely go hair first. Hair first? Hair first. Do you wash your hair every time? Well, I only take like one shower every six days, so. So you start with hair? Start with hair. And yeah. then? Uh, then I'll normally do conditioner. I'm gonna stop it right there. She said, I only take one shower every six days this is a woman it's a white woman she says she only takes one shower every six days and she's explaining to men why this concept works for her man listen up man shower mm -hmm. what's the first thing you wash okay I, I definitely go hair first hair first hair first do you wash your hair every time well i only take like one shower every six days so <laughs> so you start with hair start with hair and yeah. then uh then i'll normally do conditioner and then face wash <laughs> Then I get out. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> She's in there just. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, how long is your short? No shame. It's not my past. It's my present. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. I do not wash my body. <laughs> At all. Yeah. It's no. a waste of time. The soap like runs. She said it's a waste of time because soap runs down your leg. She says she washes once every six days. Listen, yo cuckoo, ma'am, yo coochie got to smell like <laughs> yo coochie got to smell like a speedway bathroom. <laughs> that one speedway that's in the hood for y'all that's down south for sit go. You know the gas station that's small where the bathrooms are on the outside or they disconnected in another building. That's what you, as soon as you take your underwear off every night. Once every six days, I need to know the concept of how you change your underwear. Do you change your underwear daily? This matters. I mean, it's already bad that you don't take a shower, but even when you do take a shower, you're not taking a shower the right way. You know what I'm saying? She says she does her hair and she does her face and then she lets the soap go down the rest of she rinses and get out. Fam. Fam. <laughs> I know you come. I know you go everywhere you go. Somebody hug you. It's going to smell like house heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man. Listen, 
One of my best friends ever was white, man. R.I.P. to Jamie Seacorn, man. So, you know, I can say these kind of things. But, you know, white people got a smell to them, man. When their hair is wet, you know, you used to get on the bus, man. The white people had their hair wet, man. It's a smell to it, man. I don't know if it constitutes with that. But I know that this girl can't smell good. When you pee, ma'am, when you pee, listen. <laughs> I know when you when you pee, it smells like a number three with extra pickle, extra onion. You know what I'm saying? Because what is going on? You wash your hair, then you wash your face, and then you let the soap trickle down your body. Fam, you didn't mention touching the coochie. You doing it once every six days, and you are a woman. So that means you have menstrual cycles. So even when you have a menstrual cycle, you are not showering on the daily. I bet your pH balance is strong enough <laughs> to strip the paint off a cutlass. You hear me? It's <laughs> If you take your underwear off and you sit on a bicycle seat, by the end of the day, that bicycle seat is going to erode into a, 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 a button. Ugly. <laughs> What is going on? Listen, man, I'm not trying to make it an acceptable thing, but I think men could get away with that more than women could. You know what I'm saying? Because what is going on? You got a crevice. You can't be going five days without washing the crevice, fam. Come on, man. Put some soap on that white crevice. <laughs> Put some soap on that European crevice. You hear me? <laughs> so you need to hey, listen. See what needs to happen. And she needs to go and spend a summer at a black grandmother's house. You hear me? She needs to spend a summer at a black grandmother's house and it'll fix all of that. Trust me. She gonna, she gonna pour a little bit of vinegar in the water. She gonna pour a little bit of soap powder in that water. And she gonna make a sit in there and it's gonna be scalding hot. You can make some noodles off that water. You hear me? She gonna make a sit that tootie wah. That's what she gonna call it. Sit that tootie wah in that water <laughs> and let that thing soak. <laughs> Hey, bro. Hey, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. This is real life, man. What do you, what do you, you hit the shower. You hit the shower and you touch your hair and your face and then the soap runs down your body and that's good enough. We got to hear it one more time, man. Shout out to Ghost of Aboriginal TV, man. Salute, man. Salute, salute, salute. Shantez Hatch in the building. What up, my boy? What's the first thing you wash? Okay, I, I definitely go hair first. Hair first? Hair first. Do you wash your hair every time? Well, I only take like one shower every six days, so. So you start with hair? Start with hair. And yeah. then? Uh, then I'll normally do conditioner and then face wash. <laughs> then I get out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's in there just. <laughs> <laughs> how long is your I have no shame. It's not my past. It's my present, and I'm not ashamed. I do not wash my body <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's no. a waste of time. The soap like runs down you. Sure, because like, I'm not. You know how the soap's like? Yo, absolutely. I'm on the same page. Kinda, like, I'm, not, I'm not on that. Train. No, I'm not. On, I'm not fully bored. <laughs> but, but like, but like, I have a ticket. I just don't know if I'm hopping on yeah. shower. Mm -hmm. Yo, he said, I bet her neck is golden brown. <laughs> she said, I'm living in the present. I do not wash my body. Bro, what? Bro, what? Especially in this era, we fresh off a pandemic. You need to get all that up off you. You need to spend a summer at Big Mama's house. She going to sit you in that tub. And it's the tub with the two little, uh, uh, <laughs> it look like chicken feet. You know, the little knobs that look like chicken feet. 
and you turn it like squeak, 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 squeak. You can just sit in one of them tubs, one of them, one of them iron tubs. You got to sit in there and that scalding hot water, sit your tutti water in there. She's going to put some vinegar in there, a little bit of ginger ale and some soap powder. You got to soak that coochie, ma'am. You got to soak that coochie. <laughs> I bet you when you have sex, the whole room smells like somebody changed a set of brakes. Because <laughs> what is going on? Once every five, what if you get, what if you have an action? You know what I'm saying? You get your club shot up. Are you not washing that out? Like, what we doing? What we doing? Huh? What we doing? Yo, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. That coochie, God, I bet that coochie dark skin. She ain't washing none of that dirt off. Hopefully it ain't hurry. She go get that thing waxed. The whole, as soon as they rip the first thing off, it's going to smell like, smell like a firework smoke. <laughs> It's going to smell like straight firework smoke. As soon as she get her shit waxed and they rip the first thing off. But listen, <laughs> they're going to go in a wax clinic. Somebody's going to be in the lobby like, who shot a cap gun? Like, <laughs> for real, what is she doing with that white coochie? Uh? <laughs> Yo. She got to, if she, if it's hairy and she ain't washing nothing but uh once every six days, that's bad. If it's shaved or waxed and she washes it once every six days, that's bad because they got to be in there waxing it with a NASA suit. They got to, they got to sign waivers before they wax her. They got to stretch and pray before they wax that coochie because what is going on? <laughs> hey, hey, Ricky, man, her coochie smell like, uh, uh. The ketchup packets they used to have at school when they used to bust them in the hallway, that's what she smelled like. You ain't washing them but once every six days. And then when you do wash, you letting the the the, uh, the soap run down your body? What? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Not during Black History Month. <laughs> the little bit of the, the little bit of Black History Month we got left. You're not doing this, huh? <laughs> Take a European crevice <laughs> on down to Nashville with your ugly. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, okay. In other white news, let's get to it. I don't want nobody to take this like in the wrong way. Like I'm being racist. It's just funny to say white. I mean, even though y'all not allowed to say black without it looking crazy, it's just like I could have said in other news, but in other white news it's just unnecessarily hilarious. So yeah. Uh, in other news, a woman loses a $800,000 disability case after photos emerge of her winning a tree throwing competition. They say an Ireland woman lost more than $800,000 in an injury lawsuit after photos surfaced of her partaking in a Christmas tree tossing contest. The 36-year-old Camilla Grabska sued RCA Insurance after a 2017 car crash allegedly caused her debilitating neck and back pain. She claims the pain prevented her from holding down a job for five years. She, she was eventually rewarded disability payments and argued that her previous and future, future lost income totaled more than $500,000. However, according to the New York Post, those payments came at, came to a screeching halt after she was caught tossing a Christmas tree. A local newspaper stumbled upon the picture from 2018, which means it was taken a year after the accident. <laughs> per the report, the competition involves <laughs> people throwing roughly five foot spruce trees as far as they're able. <laughs> it is a very large natural Christmas tree and it is being thrown by her in a very agile movement. 
I'm afraid I cannot conclude the claims were entirely exaggerated on that basis, but I propose to dismiss the claim, the judge said. So basically, she tricked 800 Thou Wow <laughs> by participating in a Christmas tree throwing contest. First of all, <laughs> who who's participating in a Christmas tree throwing contest? First of all, like, I mean, out the gate, I, I don't know. Nobody is going to participate. In, nobody in my culture is going to participate in a Christmas tree throwing contest for, unless it's two reasons popping either some money's involved or some hoes over. <laughs> if it's some hoes over, they're going to toss some Christmas trees. You understand? But other than that, we're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. We all know somebody. They might not be in the family, but they are friends of the family. They may have been trying to sue a company, getting a lawsuit, getting that money, and they got to play it off for the next four to six months with a cane or a walker getting out of the car. But meanwhile, they get in the crib and they dance in the Shaka Khan. You know what I'm saying? They dance in the Shaka Khan, but they got to play that role out once they get in public. You got to shut the blinds and all that. Shut the blinds, shut the blinds, because you don't know who watching and try to see you <laughs> be walking perfect when you try and get this $800,000, man. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, they are wildin'. They are wildin', man. I got a picture of it, too, man. I'm going to put the picture up. Tossing the Christmas tree, man. Let me find it. Here you go. I'm uploading it as we speak. I want y'all to see this. So she lost 800000 So whatever she did, she got in a car wreck in 2017. And whatever she did in court, it worked. But I guess she started splurging and decided that she was going to jump in this Christmas tree throwing contest because it wasn't nothing else. There was more Caucasian that she could have thought of to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it don't even look fun. It don't even look fun. Pick up a Christmas tree and throw it as far as you can because that's what we find fun. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Man, goddamn. <laughs> what is it that you're on? You know, <laughs> she lost a bag tree chucking. That's right. That's right. She lost a bag tree chucking. What is really going on? What, like, bruh, what kind of activity is that, my boy? Where are you going? I'm going to the, <laughs> I'm going to the Christmas tree throwing competition. Like, what? Like, blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> Courtney Hooper, what up, though? <laughs> hey, yo, this is wild, man. That's wild. She lost $800,000 because she participated in a Christmas tree throwing competition. Like, that almost sounds like a joke. But then when you say, hey, no, it was, it was a white woman. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that is wild. That is wild. I mean, but, you know, I, I don't want to leave, you know, I don't want to leave our culture out. You know what I'm saying? 
definitely don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to our culture and, and leave us out of the mix because we doing some goofy shit too. We are out here being goofy too, man. You understand what I'm saying? I don't understand why, but we are. We being Let's goofy, get man. To it. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of people are shaking their head. Okay, so a Georgia mother is arrested after a viral video shows her 12-year-old son riding in the trunk of her car on the interstate. I'm going to read this story, man. According to WSB-TV, a Gwinnett County police received a call about a viral video circulating of a 12-year-old boy holding a baby bassinet in the trunk of a Dodge Challenger after using a flock camera database. The police were able to identify the mother as 36-year-old Diane Schaffer. Diane claims that she bought the baby bassinet online, but it wasn't able to fit in the backseat of the trunk. So she lifted the back seat down for her son to lay across and open the trunk so that both the son and the bassinet, bassinet could travel. Now, first of all, first of all, while that seems wild, holding the bassinet on the interstate, when they say that she let the back seat down, it makes a whole lot more sense because I'm not, I'm not offended. I'm not surprised. I'm low-key thinking that my mama probably would have did the same thing. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. During Black History Month, that was a that that is a negativity. Uh, that is definitely a negativity that I probably would have participated in. She would have let that back seat down, had the trunk closed, and said, "Just hold it." And and that probably would have been my job for the duration of the ride home. <laughs> um, she said her explanation uh, said the explanation we had was the item we could not fit in the back seat of a car. It could only fit in the trunk, and she had to use her son to hold the object down. Sergeant Michelle Pierre said the woman told our investigators that his feet were actually in the backseat of the car, meaning the backseat was laid down and it was only his upper body torso that was actually in the trunk. <laughs> she thought she had an explanation, but the police wouldn't bind it. And they arrested her for reckless driving and seatbelt violation while her son was temporarily placed with a family member. She later bonded out and her son was returned to her. <laughs> so I want y'all to hear the news report on that. People shaking their heads, showing the child a put in the back of a trunk as the car is going down the freeway. The child's mother is now facing charges, and Channel 2 Gwinnett County Bureau Chief Matt Johnson looks at how social media actually played a role in the arrest. The boy's mother told police that the video didn't tell the whole story because she says the back seat was folded down like this, giving her son more space to lay down next to the bassinet. But police say there's no excuse for ever putting a child in a situation like that. Someone has lost their mind. That was the reaction from people we spoke to when we showed them a viral video of a child popping. So basically, man, you know what I'm saying? She bought a bassinet. You know what I mean? She bought a bassinet from somebody online and she needed to get it to the crib and it wouldn't fit in the car because women don't be measuring. Women don't be measuring. I once seen a, a, a older woman with a Chevy Malibu. It's probably a 2008 Chevy Malibu. And she was trying to put a pallet, a wooden pallet in the back seat. I'm like, ma'am, you thought seeing it like, oh, that's a good idea. I could repurpose this and take it home and build something and da, 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 da. And then you try to put it in your back seat and you see that it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? So women don't be measuring. And she probably thought like, I can get this bassinet in the back seat. And then she realized it wouldn't fit. And then she tried to put it in the trunk and it wouldn't fit in the trunk because half of it was hanging out. She knew she had to get on the interstate to go home because she's in Georgia. So everything is 30 minutes away from each other. So she was like, let me fold this seat down, get my son 
to hold it and then we good. When in reality, if you really think about it on the fly, as a parent, I'm thinking as a parent, I would have took my belt, I would have took it and strapped it all the way on there. You take the buckle, strap it, it'll make a loop, hold on to that part of the bassinet and then have your son sit in the back seat and hold on to it. That's it. I'm still closing the seat up. If the both seats fold down like this, it's a split in the middle. I'm going to put the, the belt in between and I'm going to just hold it like that. I mean, you know, I, I would have did that. I, and that's just me thinking on the fly. I wouldn't I wouldn't have did what she did. But I think in the 90s, I probably would have did a similar situation. It's been times that I've sat, I've sat, you know, uh, uh, I've sat in the back of trucks that was driving at a fast speed. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that was completely legal. You know what I mean? Me and my cousins, we had a ball. I've sat uh, uh, on top of a backseat in a convertible. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we've done all kind of frivolous stuff, but, you know, that's one of them. That's one of them ones that, um, you know. <laughs> it turned that into something, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, you know, this never would have been a thing if it wasn't for people taking it upon themselves to make it a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I really don't think she was purposely endangering the kid. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not co-signing. I'm not condoning. But people just in their cars with their cell phones in their hands and shooting videos and it going viral. You know, what do you do? Y'all y'all snitched by design. You know what I'm saying? You thought you was just posting it. Look at this crazy stuff. And then they put it in the database, trace the car back. Oh, we're going to file charges on her. Meanwhile, y'all at home eating with y'all family. All she wanted was a bassinet. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Zeno, what it do, though? It wasn't smart by no means. That, that was not smart <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? In other, um, in other black news, um, <sighs> it's a lot of black news, man. Jesus Christ. Um, in other black news, there is a man, right? He's in a relationship with a woman and she has kids that aren't his biological kids. So he considered himself the stepfather, but he's talking in the vein that he's telling somebody how, um, even though they ain't his kids, he's still gonna uh, he's still gonna discipline them like physical. He's still gonna whoop them basically, uh, even though he's not their bi biological father. So I want y'all to hear what this man say, man. Listen to him. No obligation to the daddy. I'm the man of this house. He lives in my house. So when I have a problem with him, he's gonna get disciplined here. I ain't gotta wait for you. You can give him a second ass whooping. I'm gonna shut him down right now. Oh, I'm gonna shut him. First of all, check this out. You got to be willing to put your quality of life on the line with that with that type of thinking. He's saying that by the time he gets to his father, he can get a second whooping, but he's going to get his ass whooped here. First of all, man, I'm a father of three. And, I, you know, I'm I'm not one of those ones. You better not have a dude around my kids. You better not. I ain't got nothing. That ain't, that ain't my cup of tea. But when it gets to the physical side of things, bro, um, I'm, I'm not on that. I'm not on that. I mean, you know, uh, um, my kids ain't above correction and, and criticism and all that kind of stuff. But uh, a dude talking about uh, he's going to whoop my kids and I'm going to whoop them second. It's like, fam, you got to be willing to put your quality of life on the line for that. Because what you ain't going to do is think that you have the right to get busy with, with something that you didn't help create 
and then think that you in the right thing just because this is a house you live in. My nigga, hey, I'll beat you up in that house. Listen, I will drag you through that house. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm not on that. I'm, you ain't no way. You put your hands on my kids, you gonna have to see me, buddy. You just gonna have to see me, buddy. I don't care what nobody talking about. The mama can't stop it. You can't stop it. Your cousin can't stop it. You, your quality of life is going to change after that day. Trust me. Your quality of life is going to change. <laughs> I promise you, because if, if the whooping mean that much to you, then uh, by all means, let's get to it. You know what I mean? Other than that, I, I advise you to think twice on that one, buddy. Bro was confident in that, too, when he was talking. He was confident, man. Listen to Cub. Eddie, I'm the man of this house. He lives in my house. So when I have a problem with him, he's going to get disciplined here. Ain't got to wait for you. You can give him a second ass whooping, but he ain't got to wait for you. Hey, check this out, bro. First of all, first of all, you do got to wait for me. Now, I ain't saying I ain't like the mother can whoop him all day, but this ain't your job, fam. That's the that's the real parent right there. So she can handle that. She can handle that. You know what I'm saying? Talking about this is this is my house, my bro. Listen, I drag you up out of that house. Understand me? <laughs> I drag you up out of house. And to make it worse, I guess the the reason why that I feel this way is the dude who's saying it. He got a he got a uh, he got a church drummer mohawk, and that's where that's where I find the issue. Because first of all, I'm not here to critique who who you know my baby mama date. But if Cud got a church drummer mohawk, and you talking about you going to discipline my kids? Nah, fam, I got hit. I'll hit you in your haircut. <laughs> I'll hit you in your haircut, cuz. Who you who you think you are? No, no, uh No, you're not. Not them little ones that I raised. You not great. Bruh, nah. Nah. I hit you. I'll hit you in your haircut, fam. What what is you talking about? Hold on, man. I'm gonna see if I can't show y'all this dude haircut, man. Look at this man haircut. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You are a church drummer. I'm gonna hit you on I'm gonna hit you on top of your haircut. Your haircut is a bad decision. You should be disciplined for your haircut, buddy. <laughs> what is we talking about? Talking about you can whoop him a second time after after I'm done. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Plus <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> he said he looked like a villain from Double Dragon. <laughs> For real though. For real though, man. Like, what is he talking about, man? Let me see some of his comments. Said he get thrown around his own lawn like Jazz Life of Fresh Prince. I'm telling you, we gonna touch every blade of grass. Put your hands on my kids. Just because you listen to her stupid ad. Put your hands on my kids and we gonna touch every blade of grass. I promise you. I'm changing your quality of life after that day. I mean it. I'm coming up with all smoke. She can do whatever she want to do. Those are her kids. But just because you in this, you in, you know what I'm saying? Just because you over here and you you under this roof, you thinking, bro, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I'll hit you in your Bill Cosby ass chin. You got me toe up. <laughs> you got me toe up. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Said he looked like he got lined up with a work boot. Yeah, he looked like he got lined up with a 316th crescent wrench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he talking about. He over talking about uh rules and his bro. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm gonna bring that picture up, man. 
gonna see if I can't add the picture to the uh to the feed, man. Hold on. I'm gonna try to add this picture to the feed. <laughs> yeah, because we got to talk more about this haircut. I think that's why I'm offended. I don't care nothing else, nothing else about what he was saying. But you got this haircut right here, my boy. And uh I don't understand why your haircut is like that around my kids. <laughs> my kids. <laughs> You make bad decisions on your own. So why am I think you're going to be safe around my kids? <laughs> I'll beat you in your haircut, fam. What is you talking about? You got a mohawk. I'll punch you all in that mohawk, fam. What is we talking about? Look at that. Come on, man. Yeah, all right. You, you 34 still eating syrup sandwiches, bro. If you don't get your mashed potato daiquiri drinking ass, come on, man. Get your weird ass, <laughs> your weird ass on somewhere, man. Come on, man. Hey, listen. Your book club glasses wearing there. Come on, man. Hall monitor captain wearing glasses wearing there. Come on, man. They got more forehead than he do face. Come on, man. We're not going to do this. You you got a mohawk. Ain't no way you disciplining my kids. I'm more, I'm more mad at my baby mama because it's like, bro, you should choose better than this. I'm believing in you. You can't go from me to that. Do better. <laughs> Don't do worse. He got a mohawk. <laughs> He plays the drums at church. <laughs> he got his name in cursive on the drums, <laughs> on the drumsticks. <laughs> ah, 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 look at that, man. Come on, man. He look like a flag football captain. Get that nigga at the house. Get it. Get him away from my kids. <laughs> Get him away from my kids. He be putting in, uh, he be hanging TVs for Best Buy. He don't get his dumb ass out of here, man. Plus, he ain't got enough facial hair, man, to be around my children. Get him out of that house or he going to touch every blade of grass. I'm going to make sure his forehead touch every blade of grass if he put his hands on my children. You understand me? Said your baby mama lost for real. Nah, she lost big time because now, now I'm on your head. I'm gonna hit you with all kinds of subliminals on on online. <laughs> each chicks out here love dating dudes with uh, mohawks, don't they? <laughs> oh man, because what? What? Your son calling, crying. It's the third day in a row. He keeps fixing us bologna sandwiches, bro. Get this man done fried bologna three days in a row. Get him keep fixing this duplex food with my kids in that house, bro. Quit fixing, quit fixing duplex food for my kids. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the part of your mohawk that's poorly faded. Come on, man. Stop doing this, man. <laughs> <laughs> said he got a whole hog <laughs> real man you better keep some quality wheelchairs kept on his amazon wish list nah facts hey bro i bet you he still got uh hooping shorts under his jeans <laughs> he got extra pro hooping shorts under his jeans get him away from my kids 
he, with that warm pelvis. Get that warm pelvis dude away from my kids, man. He got an extra set of hooping shorts underneath his joint, man. Don't have nobody with this type of haircut around my kids. Talking about I have no obligation to tell to tell the father. Uh, he gonna deal with him and then maybe you can discipline him second. Bro, listen. I I will falcon punch you in the throat. You got me toe all the way up. If you ever. <laughs> if you ever. <laughs> I know what it is. His girlfriend, his girlfriend must be white because it kind of does look like he got his hair cut at Supercuts. You know what I'm saying? That's acceptable. You know what I mean? In a, in a you know, uh, uh, you know, an intertwined household like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he got a he got a slot receiver fade. Come on, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Trio said his hairline is embroidered. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> said he got shaped up with an African boomerang. He got shaped up with two people's elbows. <laughs> oh, man. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it be Let's like, though. To it. What else we talking about? Oh yeah, hey man. Oh man, check us out, bro. I'm talking about man. Man, goddamn shit, nigga. Oh man. Uh. So. This chick online, she was doing a podcast. Uh, I know we doing a live stream podcast, but I still be feeling like we need to ban podcasts. I, at least I got a little bit of tutelage behind me. Like, you know, people that know me know that I've been doing podcasting and, you know, this type of thing for at least the last eight years. Like before podcasting was a thing, I was doing just this. You know what I'm saying? We people know if you know about straight tripping radio, then you know the history of how we get down, man. You know what I'm saying? Look up Team Ether Radio. Look up Straight Tripper Radio. Know that we've been doing this podcast thing for a very long time before it was money involved in it, before it was widespread as it was, before it was so many capabilities to get out there. We was doing it. You know what I'm saying? But um, this particular podcast, you know, it's, it's gender wars out here. You know what I mean? Men versus women. And every podcast, it always seems like you're just scrolling on Instagram when you're looking at the reels. And it's like, when a man goes into a woman's house and a woman is wearing a white dress, my granny always told me, take your hat off in front of that woman or else that's seven years of bad luck. Like they always have some type of BS, you know, story to go with whatever they trying to go with. But this particular BS story is a woman and she confidently believes in herself that she says, if you don't make minimum $50,000 a year, then don't go out and date women. I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. She said, if you don't make at least $50,000 a year, then you shouldn't be out here dating women. Man, goddamn. Shit. Nigga. Don't date. Oh, 
I'm book is based on if you're making fifty thousand dollars, don't date. Ooh. I'm I'm just being for real. You're not ready to date. Again, I'm with you. When you're not right. ready to date. <laughs> you're not ready to date because courtship costs. Okay. Everything costs. Okay. You can go for 22 walks in the park. Eventually, Shorty is going to need a sip of something. She's going to be thirsty. <laughs> this <laughs> bottle of water is $3 in Atlanta. Let's oh, not play. Please. So if you don't have any expendable cash, don't date. And whatever that looks like for you, you might only make 50000 but you live in a shoe. And now you got expendable cash. Or get you a bottom of the barrel bitch that's going to date you when you have no money. If she doesn't have the expectation, and I'm going to tell you this right now, enjoy it while it lasts because eventually you're going to want to run. Because she doesn't stretch you. She doesn't make you the man that you need to become. She allows you to be the stagnant dude in the same jeans for days. You know what I'm saying? Be cutting up. I'm you just talk about me. Nah. What that is, I was, I was, uh, I was from Poor Minds uh, podcast, but there was nobody to contest, nobody to contest her wordplay. And what I mean by that is, she really and truly believed what she was saying was right. I'm not saying what she was saying was wrong, but it's not logical. Because it varies. It doesn't make you a date. It doesn't mean you're not a dateable man because you make $40,000 a year. You don't know what this man went through in life to where he had to work himself up to that 40000 You know what I'm saying? Even if he does make 50000 it could be somebody that makes 60000 and don't believe that they need to spend money on women in order to get them to like them. See, you got this concept of... Of, of thinking that a man likes you based on how much he spends on you. And that's why y'all always cycling men because once they get what they want out of you because they spent a dollar amount. So now they have an expectation y'all dissipate because it gets stale real fast. What happened to the organic method of, 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 of dating each other and finding out what each other like, like why everything got to cost some money and why it always got to cost him first. Like why not? Why not? If you see this man, and he has potential. What about that doesn't say that you should, if you got it, why not make it happen? Because if he see, I, I don't know if y'all know this, ladies, if y'all don't know this, when, when you have a man, right? And you do something for a man that's out of the ordinary. I ain't talking about go buy him some Beats headphones. I ain't talking about go buy him my iPhone. I'm talking about if you do something that's out of the ordinary that took you a little bit of work to do. 90% of men are going to run through a wall for you for the rest of their days. If you like, I know dudes that be like, well, you know, like, uh, it was a couple and this girl saved up all her money for X amount of years. And she bought the dude, his dream car, which is an old school car, probably a 40, $50,000 car. And dude was crying. Dude was like, like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Like you really got this for me. And this is what you got to understand. That dude is going to run through a wall for that girl. You got to understand that it's not, not like, I know y'all thinking like, well, he just ain't going to do them, but use that car to drive over another girl's house. Now, what you don't understand is the only reason that y'all get that is because that's the energy that y'all put off into the atmosphere. See, real dudes, once they see that, they know that it ain't another girl out there that would do that for them. She got me my dream car and she saved up money, which means she sacrificed herself. So why would I ever do that to her? You know what I'm saying? Why would I ever do that to her when she just did this for me? She ain't got to give me nothing else. When you get a dude that one item, you pretty much don't have to buy him nothing else. It's all on him from this day forward because now he don't feel like a sucker for getting you whatever. He don't feel like he don't feel like you're using him. He don't feel like that that 
he he don't feel like that he has to do this to get action from you. Like that the gesture is better than pussy. You did. Like it's it's just real. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just real. I don't know what else to tell you. It's just real. Like she's talking about a man got to have $50,000 because a bottle of water in Atlanta costs $3. So eventually she's going to want you to spend some money. It's nothing wrong with spending money, but what if it gets to a point where he don't have it? Does Do you no longer have a use for him? Or was your use the whole time is just how much he could spend on you? Because if it's how much he can spend on you, where's your money going to? And what makes you think just because you're a woman, what makes you think that you get to keep your money while he spends his and y'all both working for it? Why not meet in the middle? That's why this whole, that's why this, that's why this whole um setup about um that's why this whole setup about like the cheesecake factory and all that good stuff like cheesecake factory and you know um um you know you wouldn't you wouldn't go to cheesecake factory for a first date and this kind of thing it's like what does it matter the the effort and the gesture is what it is some dudes ain't got it some dudes be going through it bro if you really knew the battles that dudes have to face especially dudes that's in the system Having to go to child support court, you might have it's, it's people out here with child support, student loans, and just life debt in general. And y'all talking about take me out to eat, bro. That's why I don't date now. I'm not going on no dates, bro. I'm not buying you no food just to determine if I like you. I'm not. I'm not too good for it. I'm not all. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to sit here and take a bunch of women out, to, bunch of women out to eat just to see if I like them. Because I'm, I'm of the, I'm of the design that you know. I'm not going to sit here and eat steak and potatoes while my kids is at the crib eating hot dogs. So wherever I go out to eat, I'm bringing my kids some food home. So if we go somewhere and I take you out somewhere nice and the meal costs $200, guess what? I got to get my kids that food too. So now I spent about $450 with the tip. All the, all the, to get some condom coochie, you got to be out your brain. You, you got to be out your brain. And then I'm going to do it all over again a week later because I don't like her. I like, I'm, I'm going to see what this other girl talking about. Yeah, all right. You think, you think, you think for one minute that I'm going to sit here and get on these planes. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to fly to a city to go make a check telling jokes. That means everybody thinks that when you're traveling, everybody thinks that when you're traveling, that you get to that you get to explore and see the city and go shopping and go eat and go. It's like, bro, you're there on business. You're there to make money, not spend money. So the minute that you spend a dollar, you're going against the money that you make. So then your purpose for being there is null and void. Because I know we do comedy, but the money goes towards bills, just like you go to work and the money goes towards bills. It's the same difference. The difference is we got to get on a plane or get in a car and spend hours getting to the destination and then perform. And then get the money. You see what I'm saying? So you think I'm going to get on this plane, go do this show, go sit in this hotel, you know what I'm saying? And and come back and spend the money on you just to see if we like each other? Ma'am, I'm cool. Find you somebody who's up to your standards because it ain't me. Ain't no way. Talking about I don't make $50,000. Listen. Listen. It ain't about no $50,000. It ain't about no $50,000. You just don't want to spend no money of your own. You want to keep your money and spend somebody else's money. That's what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying?
read some of these comments real quick. Zeno said, you make 50K uh, average in this country. Some men, some men have all their bills paid and savings and some making 150K or living paycheck to paycheck. It's about the plan, constant progression. That's facts. It's, I know people that's making like 100K and they still, like you said, they check, they check the check and they figuring it out because what, what it is is when your money change, your lifestyle change. So when your lifestyle change, it goes into the point where now it's like, okay, you can afford it. So now you got two car notes. Both of them got full coverage insurance on them and you paying warranties and all this kind of stuff. So you coming out of a lot of money monthly. So you depend on each check to stay afloat because you, you shilling out more money than the traditional guy would. Just because you make this money per year, you don't realize that people that make more money spend more money because they have the ability. I mean, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, ta it's tax season right now. You know, when tax season hit, when you're going to go get that check, you ain't going to put it in the bank and save it. You're going to spend it. You're going to spend it. <laughs> he said she was built like a honey baked ham with a mouth on it. <laughs> she built like a talking Nerf football in the face. Um, Lilith said, uh, I bought a dessert and tipped the waitress for my lunch today, and he was so happy. Now, see that? It's, it's simplicity, man. Women, I'm telling y'all something, man. I, I know y'all don't listen to us because we men, but we know about us better than y'all know about us. Y'all only know about us in theory. Why don't you open up to me? Why don't you say this to me? Because you're going to use it against me in an argument. You're going to use it to your advantage to find out ways to make it work for you. That's why we keep stuff to ourselves. But I'm going to tell y'all a secret. Men require really two things, three things, honestly. They require some food, some coochie, and some trust. That's all they require. If you take a man and you constantly berate him with thinking that he's sleeping with women and you think that everything he do is, is in efforts to get some coochie from somebody else, you're going to make him start thinking about, well, since I'm getting accused of it, maybe I should go get it. You see what I'm saying? It, since you just keep bringing it up, now it's on my mind and maybe I should go get it because obviously I, I'd get away with it because you ain't doing nothing but talking. So maybe I should try that. I'm getting I'm getting beat up about it anyway. You know, all we need is food, some coochie and trust. If you give your man that you will not have a complaint, period. If your if your man want to go out with the fellas. And they go and do whatever. Believe it when he tell you. Even if it doesn't seem even if it doesn't seem like it's correct to you. Y'all are a bit of emotion. Y'all more of an emotional creature than us. So you're trying to process stuff and you're trying to play stuff out. And now your mind's playing tricks on you and really you just want them home. So you should just say that instead of acting like you just wondering where he's at. I was just trying to make sure you were safe. Just say you want him home. Just say you don't feel good about him being out. Just say that. You know what I'm saying? Instead, y'all talking about $50,000. You need to make more than $50,000 to date. So is that the questions that you're asking when you first meet somebody? Hey, what's going on? My name is Terrell. How much I make? What you mean how much I make? Because it's, it's like you coming out the gate with that. It's like you asking a man how much he make. Like what? What does that matter? What does that matter? 
I can make $20,000 a year and have a credit card with a $12,000 limit on it. So now what? We can go eat wherever we want to. I ain't got to pay this back for 12 months. <laughs> so what are we talking about? So, so I'm gonna tell you that I make fifty thousand, but really I make twenty thousand. I just got a, I got a credit card with a, with a, uh, um, with a no interest rate for a year. I got a twelve months no interest on my credit card. So now I'm going out here and we swiping, and I spend two hundred fifty dollars, and I end up getting the buns anyway because you, you thought I made twenty thousand dollars, and you end up falling in love, and then realizing that I don't make fifty thousand dollars, but that's what it took to get you to really realize that it wasn't even about the money. You just, you, it's just what it took for you to see what a good dude is. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so me and my boyfriend definitely stayed in his truck in a, in a forest for a couple of days in his truck and had a blast. I'm going to New Orleans in a couple of months and going to do the exact same thing. Even though that's Caucasian, uh, <laughs> Even though that's a little bit European, uh, I, that's a vibe. Whatever your vibe is, man. Whatever your vibe is. I used to get, I used to get in my car. I still do, I still do, but I do it solo now. I used to get in my car, middle of the night, 12, 1 o'clock. And I would just go to the neighborhood where the where the million dollar cribs are. And I just ride around the neighborhood where the half a million to a million dollar cribs are and just dream for real. Just daydream, bro. I'm just sitting here like forecasting, like, bro, I got to have one of these. Look at this. Like, bro, this is so hard. I got to have one of these. Meanwhile, it's like, you know, the chick that I'm involved with is thinking that I'm out here trying to set up action. I'm just daydreaming. This is this is just what I wanted to do in the moment. And this is what I'm doing now. I mean, could it be possible that this is happening? Yes. But at the same time, would you leave grace and room for somebody to dream? Try something new. Matter of fact, why don't you come with me and see how dope this is? You turn on the music, you got some vibes, and now y'all sitting here and y'all having a long talk and y'all laughing and y'all breaking it down and y'all, oh, look at that house. I would do this and put that on it. Yeah, and I would get a car and put it in the garage. And yeah, and da 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 da. And that's how it happens. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than the 50,000. This is the mindset of women. I'm telling you now, I'm not going on a bunch of dates. I'm not buying a whole bunch of chicks food because that's a lot of food that I'm going to have to buy my kids. I'm going to spend 250 on you. 250 is going to last me half, half a week with the kids. You understand me? I'm a, I'm a single father. Ain't no way I'm going to keep taking people out to, yeah, all right. I'm not dating. no nope, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> not, not steezy. Huh? I mean, you know, I don't mind going on a date and paying for paying the bill and all of that, but we ain't gonna go to no steakhouse. I ain't gonna pay no $300 on a Wednesday. Yeah, all right. I'm 41 at this point. You know, I understand Coochie. I understand what Coochie do. I, I done did it like twice. You know what I mean? So I understand what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like at, at this point, that's not the impressive thing. I can take a shower and get, get it together. Like I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think we let that get too much power over us. That's why they able to speak like that. 50,000. You got to make 50,000. Girl, girl, stop. You fleecing yourself. I, I guarantee that I got better dick than a dude to make 50,000. You understand me? <laughs> I'm going to get the job done better than cut and make 50,000. That's what you got to understand. What is you going through? <laughs> you know? 
That's what it is, man. Said $50,000, man. To each his own, but that ain't my cup of tea. I ain't got I ain't got 50,000 for you, you know. Not 50,000 to give to her, but it's like I might not make 50,000, you know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't been up in that range but a, a handful of times in life, honestly. And if you tell me I'm not worthy to date you, then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm a comedian. Ain't no way I'm sitting here making me. I'm a comedian, bro. I can have a good two months and a terrible six months follow. That's how the game goes. <laughs> so if you banking on that as your unit of measurement, then cool. Because look, just imagine a man saying that a woman got to make a certain amount of money in order for him to date her. Girls would eat him alive. Girls would eat him alive if he had that kind of standard, man. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. You know. It is what it is. It is what it is. In other news, though, um, moving on, because I can talk about that all day. Um, Said, grind is so much better when a man and a woman are both locked in and invested in the plan. People sabotage the long-term treasure for the short-term excitement and long-term struggle. Not facts. I mean, basically, man, you be having people that you know, it's somebody that's, that's topped out at their job. You know, they maxed out, so they're making the good money. They be like, I pay all the bills, and I give my wife a little extra money on the side, too, because I'm a man, and that's what a man's supposed to do. So just because you don't have the amount of money, <clears throat> you could pay all the bills, right? <clears throat> you could pay all the bills, right? But you won't have nothing left over, like, to 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 eat with for gas money. Meanwhile, she get to keep everything because as a man, you need to pay all the bills. Well, the job you just so happen to have at the time, because you had a you you did something stupid as a teenager, and now it's still on your record, and nobody will hire you at a job that pays well. So you getting it how you live, and the money you make, you couldn't afford to pay all the bills by yourself and then still be able to do extracurricular stuff. It's like they acting like they they using that against you. You won't be able to, you know what I'm saying? You're not worthy because of that. You don't know nobody's story. So why why make it tough? Like, you know what I'm saying? People be so extra trying to make it tough when it ain't no need to, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm curious about how much money somebody make. I that ain't a question I've ever asked. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I genuinely don't care. Hold up. Uh, let me find what I was looking for. Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, man, you got to listen to this, man. We're going back to white news, man. We're going back to European news. Let's get to it. Man, my boy Donald Trump, man. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump was speak- speaking at the Black Conservative Federation annual gala Honoring people who have supported his campaign. And you got to hear this man speak, man. Listen to it. It's so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But uh, I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones, you see. That's how far I've come. That's how far I've come. That's a long, that's a long way, isn't it? Besides Ah, uh, we've come a long way together. Lynn Patton. Oh, oh, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. It ain't it. It ain't over. It ain't over. Hold on. He said, I can't see. 
And then I got indicted a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time. And a lot of people said that that's why the black people like me, because they have been hurt so badly and discriminated against. And they actually viewed me as I'm being discriminated against. It's, it's been pretty amazing. <laughs> hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, cuz. I ain't gonna lie. I miss Donald Trump at office, cuz. I do, because bro is hilarious. Bruh, it's hilarious. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. When he was president, it was entertaining, fam. I don't know what's going on right now with, with, with Biden and Kamala Harris, bro. I have no clue. I, it is so uninterested. I ain't watched CNN in, in years. You understand me? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on on CNN, but that right there is reminiscent of old because I know I used to watch CNN so much just to see what outlandish stuff this man would say. <laughs> Yo, I can't even put into words what he just said. Dog, he is trying to win the black vote and he just might do it because people are missing that type of energy, bro. Listen to this one more time, bro. <laughs> These lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But uh, I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones, you see? That's how far I've come. That's how far I've come. That's a long, that's a long way, isn't it? And then I got indicted a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time. And a lot of people said that that's why the black people like me, because they have been hurt so badly and discriminated against. And they actually viewed me as I'm being discriminated against. It's, it's been pretty amazing. Man, goddamn. Shit. Nigga. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. Yo. Yo. Said the lights are so bright he can see only see the black people, bro. What? What? <laughs> hey, dog. Donald Trump has had the best bars in the presidency, besides Obama. He has had the best bars in the White House, bro. Like when him and Biden was debating back and forth, when before Biden became president, man, when they was having their presidential debates, bro. Dog, it was so hilarious because Biden was firing him up, firing him up with facts, dog. Killing him. Dog, everything Trump said, he had a fire comeback and it was true. And then Donald Trump just looked at him like, and he said something, and you and the tax bill and the crime bill, and you did this, and you actually instead we lost and the deficit happened, and da-da-da-da-da. And he said, Well, your son smokes crack. What? Oh my God! <laughs> told That's why your son smokes crack <laughs> at a presidential debate. <laughs> hey, dog! I'm I can't lie to you, dog. Trump is raw, dog. He is raw, dog. I can't lie to you, man. Yo. <laughs> Said he's the reason that the uh, the Big Ten is playing football again. <laughs> hey, dog. Hey, dog. Trump. Trump. Dog. Listen. Donald Trump 
He got a criminal record. Like, now his record is worse than anybody that was on No Limit Records. Like, <laughs> Donald Trump is real, boy. <laughs> dog, Donald Trump is too real, dog. Like, think about it. The, his, his wife, the first lady, she's the first first lady who's in Playboy, bruh. We know what her titties look like, bruh. We know what the first lady's titties look like. We know what color her coochie hair is, bruh. Think about this. Like, listen to me, bruh. Donald Trump is the truth. <laughs> I don't care nothing about the politics. I don't care nothing about it. Donald Trump is the truth, fam. They have tried to impeach this man indict this man this man was 97 and beat COVID <laughs> bro left the bro left the White House walked across the street to the church and held the Bible up on the steps what what bro said she don't have coochie hair actually i don't know i ain't really I, I saw uh a long time ago but i'm just trying to work off of memory and uh, you know she got those russian eyebrows so i figured it was a you know what i mean i figured it was a nice little patch down there or something you know what i mean <laughs> she got bushy eyebrows so i thought it was bushy you know what i mean down at the eye you know what i mean donald trump doc let me tell you how real donald trump is and i spoke about this in the early episodes of the pod I was talking about how um, Donald Trump, his first wife, uh, you know, they had been since divorced, but his first wife ended up passing away and he buried her at his golf course. And a lot of people was like, wait a minute, what you mean that he buried her at the golf course? Well, what happens is, is that takes his golf course, which is a business and turns it into a graveyard, which gives him a tax break. So now he doesn't have to pay taxes on that business, which is the golf course, because it it it, it doubles as a graveyard. So he, he 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 got a divorce. She got him for a bunch of money. But when she died, he's getting that money back in perpetuity, basically. Like, <laughs> bro, he's a real one, now. You can't beat it. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, dog. Hey man, listen man. It's different, man. It's different. Only one mystical said comedy should be his next career. Dog, Trump is a real one, dog. He really went to a black event and said that the lights are so bright, I can only see the black people. What? <laughs> hey, dog. Trump does not care, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. Just for my entertainment sake. Because, I mean, if we start getting into the election, in, in all honesty, I I used to work the voter precincts. Like, I used to, like, actually legit where the, you go to the polls to vote. I, I got, like, elected to work one of those. Like, they just, it's a random selection, depending on what precinct you live in. And I'm talking years ago. I did it for a long time, too, because, you know, when you work in a job, you could take a day off, take a PTO day off, and they pay you, like, $250 for one day. So to the regular nine to five working person, that's a good day. You basically get some PTO pay and you get to make $250. So I used to work the polls all the time. But at the same time, with me working the polls and kind of seeing how stuff worked behind the scenes, 
I just never really been keen on fully believing that your vote counts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I know it counts. Like I, I've seen them take the machines and people tally them up and it's a whole system. And I, I know the system. Like I know on paper, the technicalities of how it works, but it's like, I still, I still don't know. Like when you count this machine and count that machine and count that machine and count that machine, everybody's votes count. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. We have no real way of knowing that. So with, 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 with all of that, it's like, you know, I never really cared about none of that type of stuff because I feel like I ain't got control over who's going to be the next president anyway. You know what I'm saying? They they do whatever they want to do. I don't I don't know. I ain't on no conspiracy or none of that. I just don't care enough. I don't give a fuck. Y'all going to do what y'all want to do anyway. So whether I go to the polls and vote, that's an ego play. You go to the polls and vote, that's because you feel like you're doing your service to your country and your community by voting. And I respect it. With me, I don't I don't feel like my vote changes much. You know what I'm saying? I I still vote. I just don't feel like it changes much. So I don't care as much. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if I'm doing something else, let's just say I'm going to vote, right? I plan to go to the precinct and vote. And then I get a phone call, like, come get in this coochie. I'm not voting that day. Like, <laughs> I'm not voting that day, fam. I'm telling you now. Coochie over Congress. I'm not voting that day. I'm telling you now. I'm sorry for whoever's really into politics, but vote twice for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't care enough, bro. Like, I don't. And watch somebody all patriotic. Well, your country is going to hold you down every time that you don't vote. You're letting somebody get in there and change the policies for everybody. Listen, you know how many times I don't vote it and the person that I didn't vote for got elected anyway? I'm talking about all the way to the, to the local areas. You think, listen, I'm the, I don't even vote for judges. I'm not voting for a judge, fam. My cousin is doing 30 years in feds right now. I got family that's done 10 years, seven years, eight years, six years. I've had families that's done years. In, you think I'm voting for a judge? The same person who's giving people unfair time for drug charges? I'm not voting for no judge. I skip all of that every time I vote, and there's nothing nobody can do about it. I'm not voting for a judge. I don't care. Well, this it's a black judge, and she's a I don't care. I don't break the law, so I'm not going to go in front of this judge. So I'm not voting for them. I'm telling you now, I'm going to the polls and I'm going to vote and I'll be voting like it's like it's horses, like, like, like it's a horse race. I'm like, oh, that name seemed fire. Alexander, Alexander Prokhorov. I, he sound like he's a fire politician. Clink up. <laughs> I'm your like, he got enough syllables in his name. So he's serious about his career. Clink up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the factors for me to vote is is stupid. I'm not looking at nobody's policies. I've been on Instagram all day. I don't know what nobody's doing in the polls. <laughs> I'm telling you now, if I go to the polls and then I get a phone call telling me, come get in this coochie, I'm not voting that day. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> God know my heart. <laughs> I vote for coochie. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't lying to you. <laughs> I ain't lying to you, man. <clears throat> oh my God. Donald Trump, man. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's funny to hear, man. That is hilarious, man. That is hilarious. Um, 
Anyway, <clears throat> uh, said poles stay open till seven. But you could do both. What if the legs stay open till six? I got to go where the legs is open, not the poles. You understand me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. Um, so it's a um if y'all on Instagram, man, if y'all on Instagram, um, I want y'all to pay attention to uh it's a page I want y'all to follow, man. It's called Dorm Room Mechanic, right? Spelled exactly how you say it, dorm room mechanic. He got underscores in between each word. Dorm room mechanic. It is a page of a dude, college student, in a dorm room, but he's doing something that is uh, unorthodox in the fact that he's building an engine. He's secretly building an engine in his dorm room from scratch. Like he got an engine hoist. He got the whole setup, like an engine stand and all of that. And he's putting an engine together in his dorm room. And he's basically recording, he's recording the progress on his Instagram page. And uh, as of right now, he got like 451,000 followers or something like that. If y'all can see that, dorm room mechanic, he got 451,000 followers. And the reason that I like the page and the reason that I'm bringing it up is the fact that he's updating progress to this engine. But what ended up happening is his, his, his progress he became a victim of the internet. People seen him in his dorm room and they started getting in the comments and doing what they do on the internet and started being negative in the sense of, I'm sure your RA, once your RA finds, about, finds out about this, you won't be in that dorm much longer. Then next, the next video, somebody's like, I'm surprised he's still in the dorm room. How long you think you're going to get away with this? Next thing you know, he posts a video talking about he's not able to have the engine in the dorm room anymore because the RA found out about it. So that means that they found out what school that he went to. They found out what school that he went to. Um, they found out what school that he went to, got in contact with the with the dorm, showed his videos and stuff to him, and then they told him he got to get the engine out of there. So that means that somebody on the internet, they snitched on a kid that's doing something harmless. He's spending Fridays and Saturday nights working on the engine in his dorm room and they hated on him. They hated on him, man. Like they legit hated on him. And, and, and I'm not understanding what satisfaction that you get out of hating on a kid that's in college. Just trying to figure it out because you never know what that could go into. He could get picked up by a big company to build race car engines. You never know where they could take him to. And his page is growing rapidly. But you want to hate on this man doing something that's bothering and affecting nobody. But you know how dorm rooms rules go. So you just try to hate on him for no reason. Follow dorm room mechanic, man. I really rock with this dude because he never he never got bothered by it. He never let it trip him up. Instead, he took the engine out of his room and built, he called it his, his own, uh, in, he called it an engine shop. But what he did is he took, he got a car that's like a, it's like a Chevette or something. It's a hatchback. Um, It's an old car, but it's a hatchback. So he took the passenger seat out 
got borrowed a welder from one of his friends, got some scrap metal, and outfitted the passenger seat at, as a uh, as an engine stand. So now the engine is inside of the hatchback car, and now that's his new shop. So he can get in the car and he can work on the engine from inside the car. So he ain't bothering nobody. He's not he's not violating no college rules anymore. And he continued working on this engine until it's complete. And I'm like, how hard is that? How hard is that? Like, because it's like now it's nothing you can say. He put it, he put the engine in there, he put the stand in there, and people's like, well, you got to put a, something in there so it won't swing and move while you're driving. And this, that, and the third. So he put a he put a pin in the in the engine thing. He put a pin in the engine stand to to make it be stationary and not swing like like pivot while he's driving because this is a fully operational car. It's just the passenger seat now has an engine stand in it, like legit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna see if I can't pull a picture up of uh, the engine stand so y'all can see. Uh, let's see. Well, that's the car. That's the car that he done turned into the engine shop. And he legit has the engine stand inside it. So hold on. So it looks like this. And that's hard. I think I think that's hard. But I'm tripping off of the people who actually went and found out this man's information because they didn't like the fact that he had an engine in the dorm room. Bro, you, they, they probably been out of college or didn't even make it to college. And you just decided to take it upon yourself and call that school and hate on that boy. You don't know where they could take him. He's in college. He's already doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a miserable people on this planet, man. Dorm room mechanic, man. Make sure you follow dorm room mechanic, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that boy dorm room, dorm room mechanic, man. You know what I mean? I want to take this time real quick, man. Um, let me find some music real quick. I want to take the time to um, advertise for a second because I, I just be feeling like I don't do it enough. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, we got merch available. You know what I'm saying? We forever got merch available in the website, man. You know what I'm saying? You can hit the web store. That's a QR code right there, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put a couple of these up here. They'll be in the comments, too. Make sure that you check it out, man. You know what I'm saying? Starks TV merch. Got a whole lot of hoodie sets. Got all kind of action, man. Make sure you hit the store. I got new stuff dropping for the summer, too. You know what I'm saying? All designs will still be there, but, you know, I got I got to keep it fresh and keep it new. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all check that out. You know what I mean? All right, let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right. Um, so um, in the comedy world, in the comedy world, I want to say shout out to uh, Mike Epps and Donnell Rawlins. Um, they both released, they just released comedy specials. Um, um, let me find out what Donnell Rawlins' special is named. I should have had it in front of me, but I forgot to write it down. Um... Here it is right here. Uh, his is called A New Day. Um, it's on Netflix right now, man. Donnell Rollins, A New Day. 
Netflix special. You know what I'm saying? Um, I only got to check half of it out. I had to do something, so I didn't get to check the whole thing out. But Mans came out on fire. And uh, uh, Mike Epps got a new special called uh, I'm Selling Out or something like that. Um, let me find the right name. Uh, what's it called? Oh, Ready to Sell Out. Yeah, so that's Mike Epps special. Ready to Sell Out. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to shout out to both of them boys. Um, um, a new day and ready to sell out. <clears throat> they came out with these specials, and I am sick. Of, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Like, I I'm tired of the uh, I'm tired of the con the in Instagram comments, man. Like, I do I I do a thing where I purposely see a video that has nothing to do with nothing. It's somebody. Uh, using a unique way to chop wood or, you know, somebody tying a Boy Scout knot or, you know, um, somebody building a cabinet or you painting, painting a cabinet with a, with a spray gun instead of an airbrush or, you know, anything. And I always look in the comments because I know for sure it's going to be somebody in the comments upset and hating on whatever it is that they doing. Like this has became a thing. And it's like, it's just universal amounts of people who do this. Like an unlimited amount of people are just hating on everything on the internet. Like LeBron scored 39 the other night. 19 of them he scored in the fourth quarter at 39 years old. And everybody's like, uh, he's still washed. Like, bro, you can't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I say that to say, I've seen people already dissing Donnell Rollins and Mike Epps, both specials, both like they dissing the specials, like they trying to pick it apart and just trying to find out what they don't like. And I'm just like, bro, that's why people be retiring. And that's why people stop producing entertainment that we used to have it. Why you think so many rappers are retiring? Are they tired of reading y'all dissing what they worked very hard on? People be pouring their life into this stuff, man. And all people do is just talk down on it and diss it all the time. People come out with music. Oh, that's terrible. People like, like, like I'm a, I'm a Joe Budden podcast fan, right? I catch every episode of the Joe Budden podcast. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite podcasts. And everybody always asks him when he going to rap again. And he just got honest. He's like, I probably never rap again. He's like, because why would I want to subject myself to the criticism that's going to come? People have criticism ready to give to me and they ain't even heard the music yet. They got criticism for music that I haven't even created yet. It's already built in and I'm passionate about it. So it would hurt me to read what they got to say. So why would I even put myself through it? And I'm like, it makes, it makes sense. It, it makes, it makes real sense, fam. So you look at Donnell Rollins and I think, I want to say this is the first Netflix, Netflix special. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm watching Mike Epps special. I seen Mike Epps' whole special. Mike Epps' special is funny. It's a few jokes that I heard in there that I've heard before, but I've seen Mike Epps live a, a bunch of times. So maybe that's why I heard him before, but I don't think I've heard him on any other special. You know, I may be wrong. I don't know, but it's like people's trying to pick it apart and find reasons why they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro. Who are we to expect such perfection out of out of people? 
Like you, you're paying Netflix a monthly bill. You're not paying Mike Epps. You're paying Netflix. You're not paying Donnell Rawlins. So why are you mad at them for producing a product for you to enjoy? You're so used to having an opinion that you think a negative one is the one you need because it's going to get the most attention. And that's where we at with it. You know what I'm saying? And and I think I'm I'm passionate about that because as y'all know, I just finished a special. Like my special is being edited, it's being finished up. I'm waiting on I'm waiting on a uh, I'm getting a beat made to fit a section of of uh, of a joke that I'm doing. And the beat I use during the show, I can't use on these platforms because it's a, you know, it's a copywritten beat, you know, so, so, uh, I'm getting the beat remade and that's all I'm waiting on. But it's like, for me, anything that's a criticism I can take, I'm not above criticism, but I'm not going to let you diss me because this is my best body of work. And I put everything that I had into it. So you can't just come up and dismiss what I just poured everything I had into. Like, you can't do it. I'm not going to let you do it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where we at. We in a culture that's just so used to dissing people that it's just become a common thing. Somebody will say something negative and it gets 4,000 likes in the comments. Like, 4,000 people like that comment. And it's like, bro, this is how y'all feel about everything. What do y'all enjoy? I'm trying to figure out what people enjoy. You know what I mean? We got to change it up, man. Shout out to Mike Epps. Shout out to Donnell Rawlins, man. I'm I'm glad Chappelle put him in position, man, where he can he can do what he do, man. Um, I've met both of them before, but I've chopped it up with Donnell Rawlins. Uh, I met Mike Epps a handful of times, and I say met because it ain't like I've ever chilled with him or nothing like that. But I've actually chilled with Donnell Rawlins, and he's a cool, cool, cool dude. So you know, I think it's much deserved. And you know, for Mike Epps to be what, six specials in or something like that and still just be bringing the heat like this, that's incredible. That's to be applauded. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's to that's to definitely be applauded to, to be functioning at this high of a clip and still have content that, that's out like this. Like, you know, I got to give it up for them for doing that. Same thing with Kevin Hart. Everybody counted Kevin Hart out because Kevin Hart came out firing so strong in the beginning of his career. And everybody expected all of his specials to hold up to that weight of his first two specials. And anything that was below that, as far as, you know, a strength of the special, they thought it was a failure. When re in reality, everything's going to vary. It's different points in life. You're never the same comedian you were. I'm not the same comedian I was 10 years ago. I'm nowhere near that same guy. I've experienced a whole lot since then. So my jokes are going to be a whole lot different. You know what I'm saying? They had all of that to say about Kevin Hart, about how he's not funny, how he's not this, how he's not that. And he came out with that last special and murked it. Murdered it. I saw Kevin Hart live when he, I forgot the name of the special, but it was the interactive special where he had the screen with him and he was interacting with the screen. That was hard. That was fire. Like you got a visual going along with your jokes in real time. You know how hard that is? You know how on point you have to be as a comedian to execute that? You slip up on a word or you forget a joke, everything going on in the background don't match nothing you're talking about. So you know how high you got to execute to make that happen for an hour straight? Telling a funny joke every 15 seconds, 10 seconds? What? What? <laughs> for real. They got to understand, man. It's, it's, bigger than, it's bigger than what you see. It's bigger than what you see straight away. And I think because... You know, Donnell Rollins and, and Mike Epps are OGs in the game. 
they still have this expectation of perfection for them. You know what I'm saying? They expect them to be perfect. You know what I mean? And and sometimes it ain't going to be perfect. Sometimes the joke might not hit like you wanted it to hit. It happens. You might you might be in the middle of telling the joke and you see some cleavage and you're like, oh, shit. And then you just tell the joke wrong. Like you throwing off. I'll be doing this weird thing when I'm on stage sometimes. I literally be talking, but I'm thinking of something totally different while I'm talking. I don't know how I do it. I don't know how it happens, but I'll be like literally thinking of something else while I'm telling the joke. And I don't know how I don't trip up. I don't know. I don't do it like all the time, but it happens though. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, round of applause for them, man, for doing a doing a thing. Man. <laughs> round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yeah. Um, all right, a few more things, man. Then we're gonna get up through through. You know what I'm saying? Um they saying that um, dude got a lawsuit. I don't know his name. He got a lawsuit against Puffy, and he's naming a whole lot of people in the lawsuit. And he done included Meek Mill, and um, he included Meek Mill and Stevie J, and all these people that's in the industry saying that they just basically been having a whole lot of whole lot of gay sex and gay activity and all this kind of stuff. And while while it's funny, it's hilarious. Like the jokes. The jokes are hilarious. Like I, I give you, I give them that. The thing that I don't like about this is people know that this is a, a, a extortion plot. This is a money play. People know that. You know what I'm saying? People know that this is a money play, but yet and still, every time that it comes to call, I said this last week. Every time that it comes to a, a, a you know a disagreement, people rush to call somebody gay. So now all of a sudden they call it Meek Mill gay. And it's like, bro, whether he is or not, I don't know. I'm not here to disprove that. The fact remains, what if he is? That doesn't make Dreams and Nightmares any less classic of a song than it already is. I just won't bob my head as much because that's gay. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, you know, why, why? It's like, if you look in the comments of these, these posts involving Meek Mill, it's a lot of jokes in there, right? The jokes are hilarious, but the jokes are mostly coming from men because that's what we do. We crack jokes. But the real live hate and them calling this man gay is coming from women. And I don't understand this. Like women, why do you want men to be gay so bad? Like, because y'all say it in a negative connotation, like, like, oh, he's gay and oh, he's this and oh, you know, and it's like you trying to accuse the man of being gay. But you're sitting here with a whole gay best friend. You talking about him being gay like it's negative, but the person you get dressed up in front of is the same whatever that you claiming this dude is. So if you saying you want him as a friend, just say that. You ain't got to go the route of calling a man, calling a man out of his sexuality to no real benefit to you. You're just doing it for the sport. That's why I always say, if you're not willing to get hit in the mouth for the stuff that you say on a serious tip, then don't say it. If you're not willing to get hit in the mouth for the stuff that you speak, then don't say it. I ain't talking about jokes. Everybody tells jokes. The jokes is meant for humor and that meant for all parties to laugh, even the person being talked about. But these people are serious and they want to call me Mill gay. And it's really a campaign. And I know it's extortion. I feel like it's extortion because Meek Mill is going to drop, I think, tonight. 
Meek Mill is dropping it in 10 minutes, I think. And I'll honestly, this is February 29th for the people listening on the audio part. It's February 29th. So Meek Mill is supposed to be dropping Friday, which will be 12 o'clock. And they basically tried to launch this campaign to say that he's gay around when his album dropped. Which is like a slander to, to, you know, take his momentum away. You know what I'm saying? And with with that, with that, he beat the system because all he did is got on Twitter. He responded to everybody that's tweeting bad about him. Academics is talking crazy. He talked crazy to academics. This person's talking crazy. He talked person back. He talked crazy back to this person. So he's keeping his visibility and letting people know I'm gonna keep on talking because my album gonna drop an angry stop this flow. And it's hard. That's hard. Because, you know, y'all got to use a new, y'all got to use a new, you know what I mean? Like, that's offensive to people who are actually gay. Like, y'all acting like gay people are bad people. Gay people are, gay people are hilarious. <laughs> gay people can dress their ass up. Well, that's a, no pun intended. But, yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with people being gay? I got gay, I got a gay family member. And it's so normal. It's like, bro, don't nobody even like. I forgot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's right. You know what I'm saying? She, she's a dude. Like, I forgot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. You know, we got to get off of that though, because there's nothing cool about it. It's, it's unproductive. Nobody got into the rap game to go through all of that. Now, I ain't gonna speak on Diddy and all them because you know some people are are weird and have fetishes and be going through all that type of stuff, and money makes a lot of it go away. But some people you just can't pay off, and that's what Diddy, that's what that's what Diddy's having to deal with. So it is what it is, man. But you know, <clears throat> um, <laughs> um, this says trans senator storms out of courtroom after the governor called her sir. <laughs> I say it one more time. The tr- it's a trans senator. It stormed out of the courtroom after the governor called her sir. Listen. The senator may state it. Madam President, how many votes will be would it take uh, to pass this bill with the emergency clause? That would be four fifths, Senator. And what would be the exact number for that, uh, Madam President? Yes, sir. That would be 32. The question is, shall the bill pass? I am not here to upset anyone. I am here to do the job that the people of Virginia have called me to do, and that is to treat everyone with respect and dignity. I myself have at times not been afforded that same respect and dignity. But in this body, and as long as I am president of the Senate, and by the grace of God, I will be treated with respect and dignity hey listen man <laughs> we were just talking about gay people man and you know respect to all the gay people out there in the world but the trans community the trans community is losing their marbles right now uh you know sometimes people can call you sir because naturally born you are a sir. Now I understand what you want to be identified as, but when you change what you are identified as from what you are naturally known as, you gotta grant grace. You gotta grant the same grace that people that people are giving you by accepting what you chose to become. Some people ain't calling you sir maliciously. 
Some people just know that you are a man and it's just their natural instinct is to say, sir, because they're saying, sir, is a sign of respect. They're not saying boy. They're not saying man. They're saying, sir, that's a sign of respect. Not to mention, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got the jawline of a Green Bay Packer and you and her wanting us to identify you as a woman. <laughs> you got the jawline like Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> with long hair down to your back and you want us to come on fam come on fam let's let's be reasonable here give people grace the same grace that they give you by accepting the fact that you chose to uh identify as whatever it is it's like you know they respect you for what you are nobody's treating you no different but somebody's saying sir that's their natural instinct that's their natural instinct dude that stormed off his chin look like a shoulder he got a shoulder at the bottom of his face. Come on, man. You still a dude at heart. So you get these dude jokes. I know you identify as trans, which is on the more the woman side, the feminine side. But at at, at the core, you are a man. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So you still got to get these man jokes. You know? <laughs> what bathroom do trans people go into? I need to know. Like what really what bathroom do trans people go into? I know they got. <laughs> I, that's a real question because, I mean, if you're going into a women's bathroom or you go to a gym, do you go in a women's locker room? Do you get to see titties for free? Like, what is going on? Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? To each his own. But if you're going to get in Congress <laughs> and expect, if you're going to get in Congress and expect everybody to be a thousand percent accurate on, you know, calling you sir, then, you know, how are they supposed to know what you identify as? Like. It's, it's nothing that's been discussed previously. Like, how are they supposed to know? And you're not, you're not the, <laughs> I would say you're not the man for the job. You're not the person for the job if that's all it takes for you to storm out. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't escalate it. You can't do anything about that. Like, you're, you're doing a poor job if that is all it took for you to storm out. Because if y'all having a heated debate, all they got to do is say, sir, and then you're going to leave. They won. Duh. <laughs> like, bro, this is your choice. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to Don Lemon. Don Lemon got fired from CNN um, a while ago. And um, Don Lemon, um, he, he got something in his contract. I don't know the exact language, but he got something in his contract to where he signed a 24.24.5 million dollar deal to split from CNN after he was fired because whatever language he had in his contract was valid enough for him to contest it and still get his money. So he had to, uh, I guess when they fire him, they still owed him the percentage of his contract and it just so happened to be $24.5 million. So he lost his job but they paid him the rest of his wages because that's the way he negotiated. So shout out to his, his, uh, uh, his lawyer and his people and shout out to Don Lemon, man, for getting that money, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we had an hour 38, man, hour, hour 38 minutes, man. So we're going to go on and wrap it up, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you already know how it go, man. Like a bird, I appreciate everybody. On episode 37 of the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, you know what I'm saying? It's been a great time. I don't even know what we're going to name this episode. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. What are we naming this episode? 
we didn't talked about a lot. We didn't. Uh, uh, what are we naming this episode? Uh, white people don't wash. Um, uh, fifty thousand dollar date. Um, what are we what are we naming this episode, man? Um, uh, what are we calling this? Uh, I don't know, man. Um. Mm. Uh, stepfather haircut. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, man. Um, 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 um. I don't know what to call it, man. I'm gonna think of something, man. Anyway, yeah. Shout out to everybody that listens to the podcast, man. I appreciate y'all. This is episode 37 of the Ariola Roller Coaster like Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Gas Man. What up, though? Like Ariola Roaster, you know the podcast. Like it's live stream. We be talking about all ass and all titties. We be riding through all like cities, doing our thing. You know, Steezy, he's so gritty. Uh, you know I'm freestyling off of the top Young Steezy, I'm about to do it, I'm so hot I'm talking about the bars I spit, I'm talking about I'm quick I'm talking about I'm just trying to do it You know how I get, uh, from the city called Lexington We call it Lextown or Lexington, you better son Uh, we better than them anytime they go Young Kentucky, man, we always got the best flow We talked about a lot, we did the damn thing Young Steezy, I'm doing it, no peace and no chain I'm standing the game and I'm swerving lane to lane I'm doing my thing and I'm always trying to let them nuts hang It's like, yo, we 37 in, trying to do the thing Young Steezy gonna win, I ain't in the bins But I'm driving a nice car Young Steezy, they know who I are I ain't even playing PD Smooth on the beat he is such a player from the Himalayas. I am in a lair doing what I gotta. Punch a motherfucker in Maduba Avagata. Like, <laughs> I appreciate everybody, man. Episode 37 of the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. Make sure you follow me on social media, man. Comedian Larry Starks on Facebook. Real Starks 27 on Instagram. Real Starks 27 on Twitter. You heard? Real is rare special coming real, 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 real soon, man. Real is rare special coming real, real, real soon, man. Real is rare special coming real, real, real soon, man. Real is rare special coming real, real soon, man. Real is rare special coming real, real soon, man. Let me make it clear to you, man. I need to make it clear to you, though. I need y'all to understand this, man. Alex Woodard, what up, though? I need you to understand something, man. When I drop this special, I'm a comedian like all the other comedians that you know. I've met a lot of them guys. I've worked with a lot of them guys. But the difference between me and those dudes is y'all know me. See, a lot of them guys, they don't talk back to you for some reason. They got such an influx of people who hit them up and they communicate with all day, every day. So they don't communicate a lot with everybody. But I'm the one that's reachable. I'm the one that's touchable. And I guarantee you, I'm telling you, my special is going to have just as much fire as the ones that y'all seeing on Netflix right now. I promise you. I promise you. 
screen record this, do whatever you got to do, write it down. I'm telling you. So all I ask is just be ready. When you see the Realist Rush special drop, all I'm asking you to do, man, is, is go watch it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's my best body of work yet. You know what I mean? Realist Rush special coming soon, man. Oh, my God. Man, goddamn. Shit. Nigga. <laughs> we out there, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Show ugly.